Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to Ask Zach. Today's episode is six Telecasters and counting. Uh, I felt the need to do this uh, after recently my collection just this year went from four to six, and also there was a a crazy documentary that came out, and I couldn't uh, help but uh, spoof on that a little bit, so forgive me for that. But yeah, so I guess uh, shiny, happy Telecasters, the Ask Zach story. So yes, so today I'm going to walk through all six of my Telecasters that I have here that I love dearly, and I'm going to uh, show how they sound a little bit and talk about uh, you know, a little bit how I got them, and uh, I'm going to put some links in the description, uh, so if you want to find out more about any one of them, and uh, yeah. And today I'm very happy to say that uh, my sponsor for today's episode is Glazer Instruments, and their uh, sister company, Glazer Bender and Music City Bridge. I have been working, you know, using uh, Glazer as a repairman and Bender installer and such for 30 years. Uh, I love their products. I love their work. Um, Joe and Nick and the other guys at Glazer Instruments have worked on every single one of my guitars. Uh, I have their convertible bender system on two of my Telecasters here. I have their Music City Bridge three pickup wiring set up in one of these. I have their nut driver set that's really, really useful. They make a uh, locking uh, saddle kit for uh, wraparound bridges. They have a wonderful uh, you know, replacement for wraparound bridges. Uh, they have tons of tools. And recently they became a dealer for Ron Ellis pickups and they have tons of Ron Ellis pickups in stock. So I'm gonna put their contact information and all of the website information in the description and you need to make sure and contact uh, Glazer Instruments for a a B-Bender or get some parts or pick up some Ron Ellis pickups. All right, let's dive in. Thank you. 
All right, here's Telecaster number one that you just heard, and you heard all the different sounds, you heard all the different pickup combinations and such, including the uh, two outside pickups at the end. This is the guitar, and I'm gonna go in uh, with these guitars, I'm going in order of how long I've owned them. And so this is the one I've owned the longest. Uh, this is a Phil Kabicki body made in 1982 and a Danocaster neck that was put on in the last couple years. Uh, the body I purchased in 1997 and it was formerly owned by a guy named Mike McAdam. Great player that uh, played with Steve Earle during the uh, guitar, guitar Town era. In fact, he used this guitar in some videos on Austin City Limits and some music videos. Uh, he also played with Rodney Foster and uh, Foster and Lloyd. Great guy. So uh, I got this guitar and immediately uh, had a, a, a B-Bender put on it. And uh, I had it wired up like uh, uh, Brent Mason for a while. And uh, then more recently, I decided to uh, set this up like a Glazer Tele. So that's what I always wanted when I was a kid. And the thing about this guitar, it's single bound like the Glazer Tellies that uh, Ricky Skaggs and Steve Warner had. So I, uh, I set it up like that. So this has the Music City uh, blend wiring. So this is not a tone control, this is a blend. It's got a push-pull pot so that you can get the two outside pickups. This, of course, acts as a blend for the middle pickup and uh, I don't miss having a tone control on this guitar because uh, blending this in really softens this and unless you turn it up all the way it doesn't really sound like a Strat and it's nice that it's a preset so whenever you go to the other positions the blend control only works in this back position everyone else you get everywhere else you get full output on this and I have this wired top coil only and that's the way uh, Joe did it back in the day Swamp Ash body uh, Soft V Danocaster neck, his usual frets. Uh, this is an old Adder pickup, which of course is no longer in production. This is a Seymour Duncan Hot Strat stack, which still is in production. And this is an old Peter Florence TE-59, uh, which of course Peter Florence has passed away. So, and of course this has a convertible Joe Glazer um, bender, which I think is just fantastic. The fact that you can switch it between a B bender or a G bender is uh, wonderful. Here's the the back, and uh, it's a great guitar. I've had this with me all over the world. I've played the Grand Ole Opry. I've played, uh, you know, yeah, literally all over the world. It's a great, great guitar.
All right, here's Telecaster number two. This is a 1967 Telecaster. This is the first vintage Telecaster I ever bought um, with encouragement from Red Volkart and others. I, uh, I found this and Ron Ellis helped me purchase it. It was kind of a Craigslist deal and it was uh, back when these guitars were still under, under five grand and still uh, affordable. Uh, this of course has a maple cap neck it's late 67, you know, because early 67 would have a gold transition logo and it'd have Cluson tuners. This has F tuners. It has the big black CBS logo, has the thicker headstock that this era is known for. And uh, for those interested, it has Reggie Young's autograph, the only autograph I've ever gotten in my life. And uh, yeah, because uh, Reggie's the king. Oh, let's see. Yeah, swamp ash body, maple cap neck, stock pickups. Uh, this one, I believe, was rewound by Lindy Fralin probably many, many years ago, long before I bought it. Uh, this is the stock neck pickup that's been wax potted by uh, Nick over at Glazers. Um, I've wired it up where it's, of course, tone control only works on the bridge pickup, no tone on the neck. That's, that's the way all my guitars are wired, except for this three pickup telly that you already saw. Uh, pots have been replaced, but the switch is original. Uh, also, it has a rudders cup here because somebody put some type of big Gibson, um, you know, plate on here at one point. Also, it has uh, compensated saddles on there from uh, advanced plating. Really great guitar. It's got some fun wear on the back from the owner before me. This is my Crook Paisley, and of course you'll see that uh, you know he did not reshape the headstock or put another logo on there, which now I, uh, I kind of think that maybe that wasn't the best idea on my part, but that's the way it is now. Uh, this is a reproduction of a 1968 Paisley. Uh, the uh, neck and body were cut out by Mark Rudders, and this is a true maple cap neck, and uh, it's wonderful um we've got one of those music city bridge uh three string uh trees on here which is nice for keeping the uh, g string down and getting good break angle there uh of course it's got the uh the glazer bender on here that uh, of course there's a whole video of joe installing this on the guitar you see the entire process oh this uh you know, again, 
Tone controls only on the bridge pickup. This is an old Peter Florence TE60 that was underwound. So I used to, and other guys used to do this too, or they would order these uh, from Peter that were underwound. So they were about 7.2K and a really great pickup. And uh, this is another one of those adder pickups that, uh, you know, of course, this is as, um, as Bill, you know, wired it up, you know, for me. And uh, it's a really great guitar. And this is the only guitar I have that has an alder body. So uh, all the other, other ones have swamp ash. And, uh, yeah, love it. Great, great, great telly. This is numero uno. This is my favorite guitar. Uh, I've had this for a couple of years. I got it down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama at Guitar Gallery. It was spray painted blue, uh, rattle can blue. The frets were completely worn off. There was no fret life. The bridge pickup was half dead and so it sounded super anemic. It had no low end. It had very little output. It sounded terrible. And it was uh, not cheap. Uh, I mean, they weren't gouging me or anything like that, but it was an expensive guitar for having all the issues that it had, which is just kind of the deal with 50s Telecasters. Um, so I, uh, I bought it based just on the feeling how good the neck felt. The neck was just perfect. And I knew that a refret and you know, hopefully, you know, and a, and a rewind on the back pickup would, uh, would make it wonderful. And it did. And of course, Dan Strain refinished it blonde in, you know, because this was the original color. It's a one piece ash body. That's what we found out when we took the rattle can finish off. This is a one piece body. Swamp ash, of course, uh, this was the original color. So we refinished it in that color. Uh, the original pit guard was destroyed. It was all warped. And so with the fact that it was a refin, I, uh, I went ahead and added, this is a 54 neck pickup that's been rewound twice. I found that out when it died on me and Ron Ellis rewound it for me. And he found that, oh, guess what? There's scotch tape around the magnets, which Fender never would have done in 1954. So we found out it's on its second rewind. Uh, of course, Ron Ellis rewound this original back pickup to uh, original specs. This is a clear WD pick guard that has a uh, thick stock paper underneath with a design that uh, Christy Smith and her husband Jay uh, did together. And they put my name on there. And this is kind of a tribute to the country artists of the 50s. Uh, after doing an episode on that and, and doing an episode on Jimmy Bryant and seeing how it was just 
everyone did it. In the 50s, every guitar player that was playing in clubs or wherever, they would personalize their guitar. They would get mailbox letters, they would get a special pit guard, they would do all these things. And so I just became a big fan of that. And I decided with this guitar, since the original pit guard was destroyed, that I would uh, do this and have some fun. Um, this guitar is six and a half pounds. Uh, it's a really great weight. It's a, everyone that I take this guitar to can't believe how good the neck feels. And, and uh, one of the guys down at Glazer's shop even uh, took down all the measurements off of this so that uh, he could perhaps have a neck made up or, or shaped in to be like this one. It's got great wear on it. Um, it's got some red coming through from the, uh, the sealer that the guy put on it when he put the blue rattle can finish and it just keeps seeping out of the pores of the swamp ash and that's just part of the magic of this guitar. I love this guitar. This is my, uh, you know, run into the burning house. Well, maybe not that, but I mean, this, this is my favorite. And I take it and I go, I play gigs with it and uh, I just take it with me, you know, if we go into a restaurant or, or uh, you know, I just keep it with me at all times. But it's just a, a great instrument that I love and uh, happy to have. very good friend of mine uh, called me up and said, I want to give you a Telecaster. And so my friend uh, put this together from new and old parts and he did the finishing himself. So this, uh, the finish here and the relicking was all done by him. In fact, he put cigar smoke here and uh, <laughs> the, the cigar label, uh, is in the control plate, you know, from the cigar that he used to create this uh, little darker area. Uh, this is a fantastic guitar, and I've really enjoyed playing it. You know, the wear on the neck is amazing. It's a V Swamp Ash. It's right under seven pounds, so it's like, you know, six pounds, you know, 12 ounces or something like that. Uh, it's wired up like everything is for me where the tone control is only on the bridge pickup and this is a set of ron ellis uh, pickups this is the standard plus in the neck and this is the 52t that's kind of my favorite set from him i also like the julian lodge neck pickup but it's super microphonic and i have problems with hitting it with my pick because i have bad technique so anyway um yeah swamp ash maple killer 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 <laughs> wonderful guitar so there it is
right, guys, here is number six. And this is one I've just been working on just in the last couple of days. So my good friend, Bill McCumber, that's a friend and also uh, helped me out a lot growing up in South Texas. And I played many, many gigs with him. He contacted me and he said he wanted to uh, give me his uh, Telecaster that he uh, bought in the late 60s and uh, original owner that he bought from Clausen's Music, which is a store in Corpus Christi that I've uh, spent a lot of time at and bought a lot of guitars there. And uh, he, uh, he did a lot of modifications to it and it was kind of needing some work. And so we had to kind of undo some of the modifications because there was another one of these Bill Lawrence pickups that Bill Lawrence himself installed on the guitar. There was another one right here and it was against the strings and so we ended up pulling it and putting a regular Tele uh, plate here, Bigsby type plate. This is the original you know, Jazzmaster style bridge. This is a, uh, a uh, Ron Ellis T60 that uh, Dan Strain aged, Dan O'Caster. And Dan O'Caster put a control plate that he aged. These are rudders, knobs. This is the original Bigsby. This is the original pit guard that was cut by Bill Lawrence. This is a Bill Lawrence archtop pickup, as far as I can tell. It looks like it's an A400 that has been epoxied to a piece of steel and then screwed directly into the body. <laughs> so it's non-adjustable. So that was one thing I had to work around was trying to get it to where everything worked, the geometry of everything worked out where the action was good and uh, the Bigsby worked correctly. Um, the neck has had some uh, work done on it by Nick over at Glazers, they uh, refretted it and uh, put a new nut on there. And uh, it's a little bit later than the body. So, but yeah, and you can see this is a factory Bigsby because there's no string ferrules in the back. And uh, of course, I've always been a naysayer of uh, Bigsby guitars, on Telecasters at least. Bigsby Telecasters, I should uh, qualify that. Um, but this has really converted me and I've really enjoyed it. And I look forward to getting to play some gigs with this guitar because this is just a lot of fun to have the, the Bigsby on there. And, and it's so uh, significant to have my friend's guitar that he played so many gigs down in my uh, hometown and home area. So uh, this is another killer, killer guitar. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you enjoyed a look at my uh, my brood of, of Telecasters. Uh, you notice that they all have maple necks and all but one have a swamp ash body. Yeah, it's a sickness. And uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate and grateful to have them. They're a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, also need to thank Glazer Instruments, Music City Bridge, and Glazer Bender for sponsoring today's episode. I'm uh, just such a big fan and, and uh, love all the guys down there and so appreciate their help. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, 
Check out my website, AskZach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.